0: When you hear voices in your head, what sort of things do they say?
1: They say you're worthless. You're a piece of shit. And just like kind of talking heads because that would make sense you know, to anyone
0: that the
1: screamers are just like heads talking well, and talking heads with wide eyes
0: in my mind.
1: And I think that's possible.
0: Let me ask a more to the point question. What is a talking head?
1: A talking head is when you are trying to make sense of voices that you're hearing from the interior in your head, not from the exterior. They're somehow coming from inside, but they're not your
0: thoughts or your voice. Do you think it's the voice of God or something? No,
1: I do not think it's the voice of God. That's why I use the term talking head because I, in my mind, it's just (laughs) assholes.
0: So you're not religious.
1: I mean, it doesn't, I don't even think it's a question of whether or not I'm religious, but the voices in my head were just kind of mean assholes.
0: Well, that was my question. Do you believe in God? That's a vague question, I know. That's a
1: very vague question, and I can't really answer it. Um, I mean, agnostic, I don't know and you don't know. That's what I've always said.
0: That's a good question. I'm just doing I'm doing my Alex Friedman impression. I'm asking the questions he asks mm-hmm.
1: I don't know why I use the term talking head with such authority because I have absolutely no idea why I said that but I don't know how you can't see Auditory hallucinations, but yeah, they, they just I wish I could explain this better Damn it.
0: You, you ain't question. been doing the education bro. You yeah, ain't been, been doing the education calm down. You don't have the answers though
1: Definitely Spare yourself the torture of being hunted down by an evil cult leader named Doug. (laughs) Welcome to Mannequin Miami. This is Holly Hurricane.
0: All right, let's go. All right, this is very spontaneous and unscripted. I thought I was going to have kind of a syllabus here. Tell me what, what triggered, how did it start?
1: well it started from a severe manic episode i was self-medicating and i was isolating myself and by self-medicating i mean that i was drinking too much and i was not eating enough i was extremely skinny at the time and i think my judgment was clouded i was occasionally Engaging in drug use I do worry That the psychedelic drugs I have mentioned in other episodes Which I did not do On a regular basis but I do Wonder from Prior experiences with psychosis How much these Deep experiences With psychedelic drugs may have Influenced the severity This is the most severe psychosis I have ever experienced
0: Right on Uh I know for me, I I vividly remember things that I thought were going on in my head, in my imagination, that were not based in reality. What were some of the things, can you tell me about anything that you kind of thought was going on that in hindsight was not going on?
1: Yes, I can. So the first period of psychosis is called the prodromal period. I, I had a very negative experience while i was manic and it ended abruptly unfortunately during the holiday season it had been euphoric and this dysphoric mania started to erode my rational thinking and i started developing paranoid delusions
0: that's really interesting this is the first time i'm hearing about dysphoric versus euphoric mania Um, but I can totally relate because that's when you don't trust anyone.
1: Call it, um, persecutory delusions. I had a persecutory delusion from being in a mixed negative negative, uh, depressive and manic state that he was in pursuit of me to draw me into his cult.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. It makes me wonder, uh, was this person particularly rich and powerful?
1: no not at all he like you had kind of had some I think adverse life circumstances he was actually born and raised in New York and he just seemed to be troubled at the same time he was extremely charismatic parties seemed to happen at his house he told me things like I host these people at my house I don't go out that much and There are so many things about him that I correlated during the beginning of my paranoid delusions that in my mind made him a cult leader. But there were other facts that happened from my experiences with him that made it even more real to me and that in my mind made it clear that he was the leader of a cult and that our mutual friend was part of the cult.
0: It sounds like from your explanation, to me, you're describing someone who is rich and politically powerful. I I know that in my experience, my delusions escalated through the hierarchy of people I know who were rich and powerful up until the point where I thought Donald Trump was uh, looking for me. So it's interesting to hear. Um, Interesting. So... I, I can totally relate to that. Thinking someone's a cult leader. Thinking... That's, inter- that's interesting you thought he was a cult leader. In my personal experience, I thought my friends were assassins. Uh, I look back at it and laugh. I know when I started getting paranoid, and I was feeling very vulnerable, and, and, and thinking that everyone I had met recently saw me as weak. Yes. And I started to think they're plants. And I started thinking back, how long have I known this person?
1: This person was taking advantage of me in a weak and vulnerable place and using specific things that were a strategy to get control.
0: Really it's all in your imagination.
1: Um, see, to this day, I'm a little bit torn on that.
0: Yeah. I used to have, I used to have delusions like that. And I, and sometimes I still think of, sometimes I still think about it. Sometimes I still think about, I get conspiratorial and I have to remind myself and I still get paranoid, and I have to tell myself, wait a second, you were so paranoid that you thought your friends were assassins, and you thought the world, including Donald Trump, was going to conspire against you. That's, that's the upper echelon on the spectrum of crazy. So, maybe the things that I'm still a little bit nervous and paranoid about, maybe they're in my head, even though they're in the realm of possibility... It's very. It's also possible that this is just my imagination.
1: Here's the thing. I agree with that. And that's when the paranoia really set in. And I was able to look back on things exactly. and draw lines. But, and, you know, the there were so many ways that I could connect the dots. And I thought that I was the sharp person figuring it all out.
0: Of course. 100%. I'm just wondering now. Am I so fragile that anytime someone breaks up with me now, I'm going to go into a psychosis.
1: (laughs) I went to the Untitled Art Fair, part of Art Week in Miami, also known broadly as Art Basel Miami. So the first booth that I saw was a gallery in San Francisco, and it was called Cult Exhibitions. Oddly, side note, I stayed in touch with the gallery director and I went to see her recent exhibition in April when I was in San Francisco. So I saw her again. But the first thing that I saw was a large painting and it had the name of this person on a painting. And he was about to like buy the painting. Um, I can't like this is too much. The universe was sending me this message early on.
0: I can relate, but look. But looking back, it is co- it's it's more coincidence uh, because you can make meaning out of anything.
1: A lot of it is seeing meaning in coincidence and synchronicity. I've always very much enjoyed coincidences, but I have never found coincidence to be a significant or spiritual experience, as I would say many many people do these days. Whether it's like numerology or this stupid you know not stupid but viewed my instagram story and i had met her once she's a cult member and she was absolutely looking into me and this is scary
0: too relatable yeah but that's also technology playing into it it?
1: absolute clear signs that this person all along had been planning this and things that did actually happen led me to believe this was real 100%.
0: 100%. So when I when I was having my delusions, I'd say 90% of the stuff that I was hallucinating actually was, was real. No one believed me that it was real, but they would come to be true. For example, I was nervous that a particular employee was breaking into my restaurant and stealing from me. While I was in the hospital, he broke into my restaurant and robbed us. Play a song in
1: my car. He said, how did you know this is one
0: of my favorite
1: songs? And so later, of course, I'm like, that was fabrication. That, he said, I feel like you are extracting the data from my brain.
0: That's, that's the delusion I've felt every time I've fallen in love. I mean, personally, I know the way my, my mental illness manifests is that any time I'm connecting with someone, a woman, uh, on an emotional level, I start getting paranoid and I start thinking, how does she know what I want? How does she know what I like? Who told her? it can't be a genuine connection and that but okay. but that's and it's terrifying.
1: Okay, so maybe he was experiencing delusion or if he's bipolar.
0: For one time, you're a one-time psycho, I'm a three-time psycho, and I'm thinking of three relationships ending. Yeah, business I mean, or other, business or personal or otherwise. Yes.
1: This was my first full-blown psychotic break, but I have had dysphoric mania and I've had voices in my head and things like that. So I can identify this stuff immediately and
0: Sounds like a bipolar psycho making meaning out of coincidences. Don't call me a psycho in the podcast, please. I meant that in a good way.
1: And yes, of course, that's what it was. It was a short term thing. I was manic and it was the worst timing. My birthday is Christmas Eve, it's December 24th. My father's birthday was December 28th. He experienced the same sort of depressive lows at that time of year. So I do wonder if I kind of got that from him. and I felt so taken advantage of. Well, this guy already knew I wasn't going to join the cult and he took advantage of me anyway. Um, I, I made him cookies and I like painted a tin for the, the winter solstice. Cool. And what, a, what an asshole. He's a sadist.
0: That's exactly how I felt. I started thinking back onto every single negative thing I've done or, or, or I, I started getting really, what did I do to deserve this? Did was, yeah. you know, th- they hate me because I did something. The psychosis revolves around me thinking the world revolves around me.
1: I do not think it's the voice of God. That's why I use the term talking head in my mind. It's just assholes. <laughs> you don't cross the cult leader. The charismatic cult leader, if you cross him one time, he's going to come down on you.
0: Yeah, I think the moral of the story is, if you have the opportunity to join a cult, definitely join it.
1: I think people need to be a bit more sensitive, and that just comes with education. As I said, you know, we need this revolution in psychology. Listen to the episode with Levi, psychedelic psychosis and psychology episode. There's so much. I just wanted someone to i want someone to hear me i mentioned hearing voices the talking heads you know i mean i I need community for this because even these people who you know again are so open-minded and blah 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 like they don't want to hear it so many hearing puns i can use here but my head is spinning from the possibilities so i do feel that this is kind of one of the last frontiers when it comes to humanitarianism and fixing or attempting to fix our fucked up society all right just tell the assholes in your head to shut the fuck up zero said you're still a good person you might be experiencing hallucinations you're still a good person yeah that's a great quote thanks guys
0: you ain't got the Bro, answers. I'm asking you You a ain't been doing the education. Bro. You ain't been doing an education. You don't have the answers though. Calm down. Because you're trying to give me advice about no, something. No, no, you no, ain't, no. you ain't got the answers. You ain't spent thirteen million dollars.